Datology Coach Podcast. Good evening, Sarah. Good evening. Good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we did it once, and I was like, Ur! she was so, she was so excited and animated in the first one, and she's like, when we had to do it again. Well, I, I just wanted. I mean, I just, I didn't know, I didn't know what else you were going to say. You know. Yep. So <laughs> I did something stupid today. Oh well, didn't we all? Didn't we all? So I, I always take my medication in the morning. Okay. And I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if I didn't take it. And so mm. I was like, well, I didn't, I know I didn't take it yesterday. So I, I, I should, I'm going to take it today. Cause I was, okay. I thought I didn't. And within like an hour, that's when like stuff starts tingling for me. Like my feet start tingling mm. and oh, my yeah, head, mm-hmm. my head starts to like, Mm-hmm. starts to feel like it's not swelling but like i have a head cold hmm. i don't know if you want to say on the pod what um what medication it is well you have to okay well butrin xl okay. 300 okay and what what else and then i also had some sinus issues because i was hmm. sneezing and i can feel it you know right in the back of my the back of my jaw that's sinuses like, is this why you sometimes don't take it no, I just forget. Oh, okay. When I tell you, I forget a lot of things. I, it's my, yeah, I forget a lot of things. I can't tell you how many times I'm searching for my glasses. I'm searching for my phone and yeah, okay. it ain't great. It, it's not great getting old or and maybe it's just that I'm so busy. I don't know. But in any case, I took it and by like one o'clock, two o'clock, I thought, mm, I don't, I can't. not that I couldn't stand up but I didn't Hmm. feel very good standing up and I had to lie down and I only started feeling better about an hour ago so this is um not how it usually affects you right I mean you did mention like tingling before but I feel like if this was every time you would you would never take it (laughs) no what happened is I doubled up on it oh so I must have taken it and just I couldn't remember because sure. I know what that is. When I get that heady feeling, it's, uh-oh, I've doubled up on my meds. So, yeah. So that well, that's was... too bad that it doesn't just make you feel extra good, you know? <laughs> right? It should. That should be how it worked. But it is not. Um, uh, okay. Nothing is fair. Nothing. Life is not fair, Sarah. Uh, so you sent me uh, an article about the whole Jonah Hill I thought it was, yeah, I thought it, well, I mean, it's less interesting to me for being about Jonah Hill than for being about something we've talked about a little bit on the pod before, which is just um, straight white men co-opting therapy speak Mm -hmm. um, to be assholes in their relationship, but to appear enlightened. You might, you might, you might say they're weaponizing it even. (laughs) Because might, what, don't they we- what don't they weaponize? <laughs> you know, he, what does he say in this text to her about like, I've, these so are my much. boundaries. Mm-hmm. You clearly cannot meet these boundaries. It, it honestly was a little difficult for me to, to figure out what people were upset about. So if you have other information to add, or if you feel like I've gotten it wrong, let me know. But from what I can tell. Basically, Jonah Hill tried to tell his then girlfriend, mm-hmm. now ex girlfriend, and mm-hmm. we love that for her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I understand that you're a professional surfer, but I need you not to hang out with any other surfers or post anything about surfing on Instagram or <laughs> talk to me about surfing or, um, you know, just don't let me catch you surfing. Basically. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me let me pull up the exact text. So he says, plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundary boundary less inappropriate friendships with men, to model, aka earn a living, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, Friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. 
uh, these are all the things he's saying he doesn't want her. These are my boundaries for uh, for a romantic partnership. Sure. And when you say boundaries, it sounds perfectly reasonable, right? Until mm-hmm. the part where he says, I need you not to have any contact with men at, okay. at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also stop doing your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I'll be the judge of your lady friends. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sir. He's- Right, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Who do you think you are, <laughs> Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. <laughs> I just, I just pulled that out of nowhere. I'm not trying to imply that Seth Rogen uh, is a douche. Um, they just, they seem kind of similar to me. You know what I mean? Because like they, they both had that, that, um, you know just uh stratospheric fame like in the mid aughts like for being kind of mid dudes <laughs> yeah and then seth rogan lost a ton of weight probably did ozempic i don't well, know well jonah was... hilton first yeah. i think right yeah and yeah. that was that was pre-ozempic i mean i'm not saying it was before ozempic existed mm-hmm. um but it was before we had the word ozempic in the, mm-hmm. in the vernacular right uh yeah so but i think i think seth rogan is a little bit better like i remember reading an article from him recently talking about how like he doesn't want kids he doesn't like i want okay, to do I, stuff yeah i don't really know much about him at all so i just want to get make clear that, a lot yeah well good for him i just want, him. <laughs> I was just trying to say like <laughs> i'm only comparing the two because they're both kind of like medium ugly dudes who yeah were mildly funny on yep. occasion yeah so uh therapy jeff who everybody loves he he mm-hmm. covers this let's see what he has to say using therapy speak to control his girlfriend sarah his now ex-girlfriend and it's important that we go over this misuse of therapy language which is kind of a thing these days and how it can be super problematic as it masks controlling behavior under a commonly accepted positive concept in this case boundaries making it harder for the person on the receiving end sarah to challenge it okay so yes that's it. he says it in a nutshell because when you put it as well these are my boundaries then you right it, it, like it 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 packages it in a way that makes you feel bad if you don't you know honor them hello mm-hmm. you my know? cat was stepping on my um, <laughs> right. mouse cord i couldn't unmute sorry so they're they're using you know they're overusing like boundaries these are my boundaries not really understanding right. that boundaries are well no i mean i think he thinks and they are boundaries are about like these are lines in the sand for me that i use to protect my peace right and so i right aren't isn't that what boundaries well, are i mean they are yeah but they ideally are about you mm-hmm. and not controlling other people right <laughs> right, right? Mm-hmm. um so in his mind like these are his boundaries now they're controlling yeah. but they yeah. are his boundaries like and that's i think the clarification that we that we need to make here is that these are boundaries they're his yeah. they're probably you know they're probably a lot of men's but they are in fact boundaries but that doesn't mean that just because it's a boundary, that means um, there's more value or virtue to it. Uh, not at all. In this right. case, uh, they are trash. They are absolute <laughs> trash. What, and, what I thought was sort of um, sort of funny about this uh, is I don't know who Jonah Hill thinks he's going to date, right? Or like who or what he deserves Mm -hmm. i would imagine because he's a wealthy dude that he probably exclusively dates women who are um pretty pretty conventionally attractive right um and also probably like you know women who would have access to him right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they have to be running in the same circle so like right I'm sorry, Jonah Hill. If you see a hot woman without a nine to five job, she's probably a model. 
<laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Like, she's making money by modeling. In this case, surfing too, which mm-hmm. is which is great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know. I've never surfed, but <laughs> it seems fun. Um, and that's just like that seems like who he's gonna meet. Like, if you want to meet a children's librarian in your Jonah Hill, I don't think you even can. And that's kind of funny to right. me. Right, right. And so. I'm not saying children's librarians aren't hot. I'm just saying, <laughs> they, you know, they probably I, don't uh, put their real names on Instagram. That's all. True. Okay. But like you said, you know, he's only going to run in a certain circle. Right. And he's so, whining about it. <laughs> right. But also like, dude, do something about your insecurity. Like well, that too. this is a you thing. <laughs> this sure is a is. you thing. Because you're gonna keep experiencing this. And I'm you know, and the other right. thing that he doesn't he doesn't really get is why this is abusive. Has he responded at all? Not that I know of, no. Okay. Not that I know of. Um, but he- I haven't watched it, but somewhere on some sort of streaming platform, mm-hmm. he has a documentary. Oh yeah, that, therapist. Yeah, as far as I could tell, is like about his therapy journey. Oh. So he'll probably talk about it with his therapist. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll funny. you know they'll craft a statement for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But do you think do you think guys do this a lot though in terms of using the absolutely? Therapy? Use the yes. therapy speak? Yes. Do you really? If if they're smart enough to. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I and I say that, you know, noting even that in this case, like he's he's misapplied it, right? Mm-hmm. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss, but, my friend. But he gave it his all to be manipulative and underhanded here. No, how how do you think someone could determine like I wonder if like I kind of think boundaries are similar to communication style. Like, I, I think that's something that you could probably ask on like a first or second date. Sure. You know, like that's a way to gauge is this person controlling? And if they use, well, first of all, boundaries, let's see if they know, they understand the concept. Well, that's okay. So that's such a great point because I was, I was thinking over here, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, you know, the, the risk that you run, if you try to bring up boundaries on a first mm-hmm. date, you know what I'm going to say. Dudes are going to be like, oh, like a safe word. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll they're, tell you. They're going to make it about sex. Well, yeah, exactly. And that would, that would tell you what you need to know. Right. 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 Um, but these are things that you can bring up very early, like first date that aren't, mm-hmm. Um, what is it? What was that? Something violation. A privacy violation? <laughs> uh, like privacy, like an expectation violation. I've uh, talked about yeah. it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're not prying, the, you might say. Right. right. These aren't really yeah. prying. These are like, hey, we're on a date. I'm trying to yeah. gauge compatibility. Right. You know, you're not getting too personal. Like these boundaries can be very general, but those generalities can tell you a lot about somebody. Mm-hmm. And you want to ask it because you want to see do these people do these people even understand the concept of boundaries? Yeah, that's really important, I think. Yeah, I mean, especially here in in Jonah Hill's framing of this woman posting on Instagram, he seems very convinced that she's doing it for attention and male validation. My dude, she's fucking hot. Right. She's doing it for money. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's it. Like, just, yeah, work on your insecurity. Just, uh, what, but can we talk about this? Oh, it, she must need validation. Babe, we all need validation. Like, we all need validation. Well, that's fair, too. I just, you know? I don't think that's why she's on Instagram. No, but <laughs> these people who who they take these concepts like or these ideas of, you know, she posts sexy pictures on Instagram because she needs a lot of attention from men or or mm-hmm. validation, and we've we've framed that as though it's something bad, and I don't right. think it is. Uh, it, when it becomes bad is when it interferes with you being able to con- like be productive in your life. Does it become 
does it become an impairment in some way? Mm. Right. Like, I thought you were going to affect... say like, if it starts to, you know, define your sense of self-worth. Right. Right. That's what I was just about to say. Do you find yourself uh, like your well-being being sort of controlled by it? That's when it's not good. Well, I mean, if you need it, isn't, isn't that already you being controlled by it? I think we all need it sometimes. I think we all need that boost. I think we all, we all need certain... validation, right? Mm-hmm. But, but we don't all need to be sexualized by strangers. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, but maybe sometimes we do. It de- what depends is at the frequency. Like maybe sometimes you do. Maybe sometimes you just want to feel desirable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess what I don't like is this idea that um, women who want validation or women who want attention are, are somehow bad when I think it's very human to want to be told that you're beautiful, to want to be told how smart you are. Like, here's the thing. I could post anything. Like, I could post all kinds of things. And it, it would depend and how people responded to it could vary. So if you're hoping, if you're saying like, I don't want you to post anything that's going to elicit a really gross response. She's a beautiful woman. It doesn't right. matter what she Anything posts. will elicit a anything gross Anything will response. elicit a gross response. Yeah. The problem isn't her, my dude. Yeah. Right? Well, you and know? that's that's what I was getting hung up on when you were saying like, isn't it okay to want validation? Like, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, but- mm-hmm. I I just I'm getting hung up on it, I guess it just makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like the the idea of getting on the internet to be like somebody compliment the way I look, specifically a man. You yeah. know, I don't know. It's just it just I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Doesn't mean that it's bad and it, and I don't know. I think sometimes people need it. It is human, for sure. It is human. It's definitely human, and that's why. Well, I the just whole hate... podcast is kind of about is kind of about us, you know, hoping that women can like move beyond needing mm-hmm. male validation, right? right? Decentering men. Agreed. Right. Um, are we moving on from this, Jonah Hill? Fuck, yeah, let's decenter Jonah Hill. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, okay, Sarah, do yeah. me a favor. Mm-hmm. Spin that huge glittery wheel. I had one funny movie. What was play. it? Um, he was pretty good in Superbad, right? Yeah, but let's not forget, he has two Oscar nominations. Like he's, For what? Uh, Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay, Wolf of Wall Street, he was pretty good too. That's, yeah, so right, he's kind fair. of like serious actor, you know. Right oh, I'm, I'm sure he is. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Decentering Jonah Hill. All right. Uh, we have a letter It says, Hey, Kristen, I've been listening to the podcast for a while, so now I wanted to submit my own question. My hey, question Kristen is, and Sarah, hold on. I want to make sure you know. I, I don't know. If, hey, Kristen and Sarah. Well, it doesn't say Sarah. That's, I I'm know. just reading it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I want to make sure I'm not you know. offended. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my question is, am I the asshole? <laughs> oh, listener. You Are you just, sure you want to do this? <laughs> cut to the quick of me. You just you're shooting straight for my heart. I love it by the assholes. All right, here we go. I recently broke things off with my situationship after I took a train to visit him in his hometown. For context, he and I met in college. I am a year older than him, so I graduated a year before he did. He still has one more year left at school, and we met at a school event last October, I believe. We went out on our first date last February. We decided not to pursue any more dates at that time because that entire time he seemed really upset. And now I know that that was because at that time he cut things off with his ex-girlfriend of two to three years. We then just continued to be friends and we texted each other mostly every day. In March or so, we started hanging out. In April, we started dating. Fast forward to July of this year, we still kept in touch, and I went to see him over a weekend in early July. I couldn't see him sooner, because in May, I graduated and went abroad, and then in June, I was moving back home, taking care of family issues, and that weekend I came over was his birthday weekend. 
So I can't say that during that weekend I had a lot of fun because for the majority of it, he was completing his summer coursework. But we did go out with his friends for his birthday. I was supposed to go home late on Sunday, but he convinced me to get another train ticket to leave late Monday. But he had work on Monday, so I was left alone in his apartment for a few hours. During that time, I decided to clean up a little bit. Did you? Did you? Did you? And I came across... You saw, you saw my head. I'm on Zoom right now, and I have my head in my hands. As soon as that part of the letter came up, I was like... Perked Boop. up like a little prairie dog. Perked up little prairie dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. I decided to clean up a little bit, and I came across his journal. You know, oh, you and don't say. I, you don't say. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to go through someone's belongings, but I felt compelled to open this journal. Mm-hmm. And in there, I saw entries from late May about how much he missed his ex, how he didn't know what he was doing with me. He was unhappy with the things he'd done. It's hard for him to meet new people and how he wishes he could find his person, how no other person smells as good as his ex and everyone he's been with stinks. I'll assume that includes me. Are we talking about vaginas? Oh. I wonder. Follow up. I couldn't help but wonder. He, he all, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> we were talking about vaginal odor. Sponsor us. Anyway, <laughs> he also mentioned listening to his ex's playlist and that it calms him down. So based on what he told me, they broke up in August of 2022. He told me she took advantage of his kindness and he was essentially playing the roles of her boyfriend and her father because of how much he was taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he told me that a week after they broke up, she met a guy off of Hinge and got chlamydia. Well, oh. I think that they have been off and on since August but completely cut ties in February. And I'm using quotes around completely because after I broke things off with him, I saw that he was still following his ex. Mm -hmm. And he told me the week before I was at his apartment that his ex viewed his Instagram story and that she sometimes blocks and unblocks him. After I saw what he wrote in his journal, I was absolutely heartbroken. And I moved my train ticket too much earlier. When he came back to the apartment after work, I played it cool as best I could and refrained from physical contact. As soon as I got onto the train, I texted him that I knew he was still in love with his ex and I hoped that they could work out their issues because they are soulmates. Told him I deserve someone better than to be someone's rebound, but sorry that I stunk. Side note, (laughs) I do wash my body at least once per day. Listen, we believe you. We we do, yeah. (laughs) I also brush my teeth teeth and floss twice a day or even more. Uh, So I have a consistent hair care routine as well, routinely shave. Okay. Um, And wait a minute, here's the thing. Even if, with the exception of like brushing your teeth and flossing, uh, let's say you didn't shave. Let's say, that's okay too. That's fine. I mean, yeah, shaving's not, yeah. Like hair's not going to like... Yeah. Right. Well, like, like hair is not going to mean you smell bad, right? Right. Um, which you already know you don't. So right. anyway, <laughs> I also told him I knew that this meant he had no intention of making me his girlfriend. Uh, I how I thought he was different, but he's actually the same as every other guy. So I hope that he gets what he deserves. After all that, my question is: Am I the asshole? Because one of my friends told me that it was fucked up that I went through his journal. And that just because this is how he felt then isn't how he feels now. But he wrote that after we went on a few dates and I had already had physical intimacy. He showed up to my last dance performance and watched my three hour long graduation and then gave me three dozen roses. He also wrote that journal entry after a sad and lengthy goodbye about how sad he was that he wouldn't see me on campus. And he wanted me, he wanted to ask me to be his girlfriend but wanted to ask me in person. Okay, so basically, you you feel like you're you've gotten mixed signals from him because you have. Mm-hmm. 
And how did she find out all this stuff? Like, oh, he wrote it because his girl, what, like the girlfriend had just left. How did she find this all out? Well, presumably, it, it sounds like he's talking about his ex a lot, right? I mean, some yeah. of it was in the journal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like he also just talked about his ex a lot. Yeah. So fuck Which this I guy. Which I think is a, is, a, is a frequent mistake right. of the young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're being open. But yeah you're not it's that's free you're therapy. being an open wound baby yeah exactly. you're being an open wound yes i mean for real now do i agree with you snooping which look it's what you did you know it's what you did we're all adults here uh do i agree with it no of course not um do i think people do it all the time yeah do i think <laughs> do i think that um do i think it's a violation of trust Yes, but I feel like he wasn't being honest with you. He was sort of like he had a f- one mask with you and then one mask when he was away. I think the whole situation's fucked up. Yeah, don't go through people's stuff. It's wrong. You know it's wrong. You're an adult. You don't need me to tell you that. Um, but if it helps you not waste your time, I'm for it. I kind of am too. I mean, right? I, I I don't feel like we have ever heard a snooping anecdote um that didn't begin with bad vibes yeah so really you were you were you wanted confirmation of your gut feeling yes because you didn't trust your gut yeah and you wouldn't and if you had gone to him he would have lied oh yeah he would have lied his ass off and would have gotten (laughs) nothing uh wasting your time nothing Um, at all so don't feel bad like don't do it again but um like i'm sorry he would he did waste your time and he would have continued mm-hmm. to waste your time had you said something to him about it mm-hmm. so uh fuck that guy fuck you a little bit <laughs> <laughs> for going through his journal it's shitty um but you know it's shitty right like i, I mean, said yeah yeah. If it keeps you from wasting your time, I'm for it. But let's try and find a more productive way to do it in the future. <laughs> well, I think there are many takeaways from this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I just want to note again that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. you're young, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is not to say like, you big dummy, you don't know anything. That's not what I mean. Like, right. I just mean like, some some of this shit you have to learn through experience. So mm-hmm. this is one of those times. Right. Trust your gut. I think I think probably all of us have either snooped or dug you know, dug around for information conversationally. Mm-hmm. Just when, you know, when we're young and we don't know if we can trust our gut yet. Like right. you want com- you want confirmation. Right. And you want to be fair to this person. Yeah. And at some level, you don't want to trust your gut. Right. You want to be wrong. Right. But Wait. take this take this as an indication that you can trust your gut so that you mm-hmm. don't snoop next time. Right. Right. Yeah. You next can walk just... away feeling good. Right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Next. I mean, I think so. You know, follow up if you want. If there's follow more. Follow up if you want. We love follow up. Speaking of which, great segue, Sarah. Read that letter. Okay. So this letter is a follow-up from the episode two weeks ago. And I'm not I'm not reading the letter yet. Um it's important that I note, if you haven't listened to the episode from two weeks ago, that we got a letter from a woman who was asking, um, well, she wasn't really asking, should I include that I'm a model in my profile? She was more saying I've noticed that since I've added that I'm a model to my profile, in addition to being a computer engineer or a software engineer, um, that it just, you know, seems to bring out guys' creepiness. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the letter. Uh, so here's the follow-up. In regards to my profile, could it also have been the case that these guys were just trying to neg me to get me on their perceived level? After connecting, we would get to talking and the conversations were so underwhelming and there was no substance to anything that we talked about. 
So it is worth mentioning that they didn't compliment my appearance and they seemed unimpressed with anything that I said about what I do for work. One of them asked me to hang out and another one gave me his number so I could text him. I unmatched with both of them after Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. When I go on dates, the guys will generally say something like, oh, people are going to wonder if I'm just rich, if I can pull someone like you or can we walk to dinner? I want to be seen with you. Are you dating Jonah Hill? <laughs> um, follow up. Uh, there's, there's also a guy that I matched with. He lives in the same building as me, and our texts got overtly sexual. Mm-hmm. I see him on the rooftop pool, and he texted me saying he wants to see me in a bikini, and then I make him blush. So my point is, does it even matter how you present yourself? Uh, in terms of whether or not men around you will respect you. Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> like, this yeah. isn't what we, what we deal with, you know, but they do, they, they take everything as an open invitation. Like, oh, you posted a picture of yourself in a bikini or, mm-hmm. oh, that means I can talk about your body. That means that, you know, you're okay with me saying X, Y, Z. And this is what I mean. Men suck at boundaries and men take everything as an open invitation. And the fact that we have to like control that, it, it's just like, we don't have enough to do. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't have enough do. to do. Um, so do I think they're negging you? I mean, I, I think some, some will, and that's because they're insecure and they need to bring you down, like you said. Mm-hmm. Others are just dumb and awkward. I, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like maybe they really just are that bland. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think they just they, they just don't know how to talk to women in general. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, and they might be bad conversationalists because they are boring. They don't yeah. have anything going on. Right. Um, yeah, I mean... The extremes that you mentioned here, like, I think are actually pretty common, right? From like, oh, these these guys seem totally disinterested, like even borderline rude. And then on the other end of the spectrum, like, you know, they're like Pepe Le Pew. Right. Just a, just a caricature of lust, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think, fairly typical of a lot of women's experience dating. Yeah. You'll find that middle ground. Yep, you will. You will. It's not you. It's it is not. No, it is not. Sarah. And since it's not you, I wouldn't even bother trying to figure out like, oh, what's what's their what's their real motivation? I think I think they're telling you their real motivation. Yeah, they are. They're putting it out there, I think. Yeah. Because they think that's that you're you're giving them the green light. They just don't understand. Right. They're telling you who they are. It, like that's why I say keep the keep the picture in there it'll tell you who they are right away yeah help you filter out the losers and there will be a lot and there will be there yes there will be but that's not your fault no it's not we're seeing a theme yeah not your fault (laughs) we really are right it's not sarah brady's fault it's jonah hill's fault um and it's not this person's fault all right sarah yeah it's time it's time and just like that just like that it's time uh, so what are we at? Episode five? Five. I feel like we haven't really gotten anywhere. <laughs> like, this episode truly did feel um, three hours long. It, it yeah. Jesus. But you know, here's the thing. I figured out, like, we hate Che <laughs> because we all know a Che. We've worked for them. We're related mm. to them. We've dated them. We, and that's why there's such a visceral reaction to them. There sure because is. Che, che is a manipulative, self-obsessed, egomaniac, narcissist. Yeah. We all I mean, know truly. this person, <laughs> right? Truly, everything is about Che. So, okay. The beginning of the episode, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know if this happened for what happened first, but let's since we're here, Miranda gets up, bangs her knee on a piece of furniture in the bedroom because it's like mm. five o'clock and she wants to come and make Brady breakfast. And she bangs her knee 
And Che, and this is how you know Che's a fucking narcissist. Che rolls over and like yells at Miranda. Right. Right? Not, right. oh, are you okay? Right. Because why? <laughs> why would they display or express any form of empathy? Right. <laughs> because yeah, narcissism... why do that when you could be angry about being inconvenienced? <laughs> right. About being woken after a long night of weed smoking with your right. friends. Right. So what where do you have to be, Trey? It's fucking calm down. Right. So um there's that. So th- we saw that and we see Miranda like apologetic about it. Right? <laughs> right. I <laughs> I can't she really is the carry to chase big. Right, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean maybe eventually i mean i don't i don't actually want to see this but you know the the miranda che dynamic got me thinking about the episode where carrie punch is big oh god which again i i don't want to see happen between miranda and che Mm -hmm. but i don't know just just got me thinking about it yeah (laughs) so uh miranda leaves goes home uh goes home to make brady with that too yeah Oh, can we talk about what? The the well, pancakes? I mean, the whole thing. Like I think we say every week at this point now. Che is insufferable, but so is Miranda. Stop babying your adult son. Yeah. Well, is she babying him or yes. is she <laughs> nah, but but she said it last week. I'm the one that broke us. So is she True. babying him? Or is she trying to, you know, he's in therapy and he comes home to me. He's like, everybody's breaking up. Like, clearly this split is fucking with him. And she's trying to do what she can to make it right. Yeah, it's just swing and a miss, I think, on all counts. Really? Swing and a miss on all counts. Now let's move to Carrie. (sighs) (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) <laughs> this bitch, this fucking bitch. Get out of the bike lane. <laughs> get out of the bike lane. Get out of the bike lane. So, uh, she ends up having like a head-on collision with Mr. Olivia Benson because we all know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. That's Mariska Hargitay's husband. Okay, Peter Herman. Okay, Mr. Olivia Benson, yeah. and <laughs> he's a complete dick, right? Like he's a. Granted, she was an idiot, but she's standing there and she feels terrible and as terrible as, as Carrie can feel. And, exactly. And he's like, uh-huh. Well, as long as it's not broken, like just being just being nasty. And I understand like he was hurt and he hurt his he was in pain. I get it. But I just thought, what about that is appealing? Nothing. Like that's what you saw. And then you see him in urgent care, and he's still kind of a dick. Well, yeah. I mean, nothing nothing about him is appealing until Carrie figures out he's not a poor. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ. And then it's... suddenly she's wet. She's right. ready to go. Right. <laughs> because as soon as they did the thing with the credit card, I'm like, oh, they're going to say he's in, like, deep debt. Yeah. And Carrie, knowing Carrie, oblivious, lack of boundaries, Carrie. And, but also, but also... Uh-huh. Carrie, who was completely financially irresponsible, and the only reason why she's in the situation she in is because her husband fucking kicked it. Yeah. Oh, see that? Okay, that is that is yes, that is right? the point that needs to be made. It is not the point I thought you were going to make, which is this: <laughs> Carrie ostensibly is waiting around in the urgent care, which first of all she claims not to understand because. She doesn't live in our America. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought urgent care was going to be fast. What the fuck? Right. Anyway, everyone knows it's not, but mm-hmm. okay. Um, carry on, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> she claims that she's there because she doesn't want to get sued. And then she sees two credit cards get declined. And she like willfully looks away instead of offering to pay, which she's saying she is should've. like, which she's there for anyway. Right. Which she should have. She should have like, paid for I'm, that. I'm here in case someone drags me literally kicking and screaming mm-hmm. to do the right thing. Right. Right. But short of that, I will ignore this man's suffering. Right. She's more concerned with, is he broke? Yeah. Right. 
And right, so she's worried he's going to sue her. Right. So, um, no, that's not, I don't think that's why she's worried if he's broke. Uh, it absolutely is. That's what she says on the phone to Sema two times. <laughs> and then, I mean, you could tell what the writers were doing, right? Like they were trying to gin up some chemistry. Yeah. But truly, she was only interested the minute she stepped into his apartment, which is also fucking stupid because right. she got his address. So she knew he wasn't poor. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. But also, <laughs> when she returns to his apartment with the soups, with the food, mm-hmm. this just in. Nobody just pops in to somebody in New York, who lives in New York. We don't do that. He did say it was weird. Which I right? like, we we don't do that. I have a I'm friends with my neighbor on the fifth floor. If I want to talk to her, I text her before I go upstairs. I text you before I call you most of the right. time. Right, like we don't. <laughs> it's do fucking that. rude. We, it's rude. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Like no. this isn't the fifties where everyone's like, "Hi neighbor, hi neighbor." No, we're all very mistrustful, <laughs> especially here. And this is why another reason why I would never let like a dog owner into my apartment because. That's why it's weird because you don't let people into your space. That's no. just, this is just, this is just how I think a lot of people are, but certainly how New Yorkers are, where it's like the space is so small anyway. It's like, I don't want more people here. You well, know? the fact that she committed his address to memory <laughs> <laughs> went there, went there. Um, yeah, it's, it's creepy for sure. Right. You know what it reminded me of actually a lot? That episode of Girls where lena dunham kind of squats with that um that guy in the middle of the divorce yeah and she's like i just wanted to be inside your life or whatever that devastating line is yeah yeah except carrie has no reason to do that right she's got she's got big money right and then carrie gets there and what does she say what does she say that the, the what's the lead up to this well, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, you're having trouble with your app and the credit card was declined. And I, I just went, oh, my God, you didn't just do that. But she did. Because she she's did. Carrie. And Carrie's like, you know, are you going to judge him? for? Let's say he is having financial problems. Are right. you going to judge him? Well, she might not judge him, but she wouldn't fuck him. Um, maybe I mean, she would fuck him. She wouldn't. Maybe she, would, maybe she would fuck him. But it was like, what are you worried about? No, what are you worried about? Now, maybe she's worried someone's after her money because of the yeah. money that she has now. I don't, I don't know. But I just felt like, a, you don't ask something like that. You don't embarrass somebody like that. And and b, none of your fucking business. <laughs> right. And what makes you think you're entitled to that information? She tried very hard not to know when when it would have been appropriate for her to offer to pay. But once she's in this palatial apartment, she's like, so what's the deal with your money? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, pretty much. That's Carrie. Um, What else? Just the worst. That's why I actually really appreciated this this other character, because this Mm -hmm. dude, George, I, I think, responded to Carrie the way uh people in real life actually would yeah which is by screaming at her first <laughs> and then just responding incredulously to every ridiculous thing she does afterward right right um so let's go now the wexley's okay oh, so she he... also claims she's over there one more thing of note i i have to mention she also claims she's over there to help him prepare his presentation yeah um, which she assumes is going to be typing for him, right? Nope. Uh, because dictation doesn't exist, Carrie. Yeah. Well, Carrie, aren't you a writer? Like, don't you know how to, do, like, all this stuff exists? I, I just didn't understand what she thought. And wh- whose laptop was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just materialized. It did. Um, yeah, that was just stupid. Why would, that's just so not Carrie to offer to help somebody like that other than maybe she didn't want to get sued i don't know um but yeah we you knew that wasn't going to go anywhere they had no chemistry and i listen i think he's gorgeous but he is like a block of wood 
Well, I just think he's responding to Carrie as anyone in that situation would, short of making out with her, which did end up happening. Yeah. That was a stretch. (laughs) Yeah. And I, yeah, I I think maybe also playing a tech guy, he was like, they're boring. Like, they're dry. At least the ones I know. Oh, not always. (laughs) What? I mean, they're dry or they're like total weirdos, right? Right. Or they're like real interesting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, all right. So that that doesn't work. Seema hooks up with a guy from a bar. He's in his fifties. That doesn't he, work. <laughs> what? And that doesn't work. The penis pump. He uses a penis pump. Are yes. you there? Yeah. It, okay. Now I actually like that she said to Carrie, like, "Hey, it's gonna at our age, it's gonna be something." I did too. Yeah, I liked I like, that. I thought yeah. it was very realistic, and I thought, you know, this isn't. You know, I'm sure there will be a lot of people who say, oh, don't lower your standards and you're too high value and whatever. Uh, like, I, I, I think, I don't think she was settling. I don't think she was lowering her standards. I think she was being realistic. Well, she, didn't she say as part of that same conversation, like, I usually have to get myself off anyway. Right. Right. So, I mean, this is kind of like, to me, this shows growth in her character from where mm-hmm. she just was, right? Right. Where she was very eager to drop someone. Um, and now it seems like she's, uh, yeah, more more eager to take time to get to know someone, tolerate inconveniences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, potentially appreciate someone's character and companionship. Yes. Maybe. Um, and then, of course, they have sex, he gets off. And like he's just ready to go to sleep, and she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, he was and, not. <laughs> and he, he was not. And he was all offended that she was going to use a vibrator. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Stay mad, right? Stay <laughs> mad, bitch. Then if one of us something. is going to be mad, it's going to be you. Right, right. <laughs> and he's like, "Not cool." God, you're like fifty. Don't say that. You know, just typical. He just didn't understand why she was frustrated he just didn't get it yeah that was kind of kind of strange too because as you mentioned like this dude in his 50s surely he's used to disappointing women yes yes oh wait a minute we didn't talk about the fact that george never married oh right oh god the way <laughs> the way <laughs> gary was like obviously eavesdropping just like fully leaning over at a 90 degree angle to stare at his phone mm-hmm. ma'am <laughs> you do not know this person what are you doing like mind your fucking business write a check or don't right but, like don't 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 just don't hover be who you are which is right. terrible right and in the way right but back to Seema. So the guy got very upset. His ego's all bruised. And that's just it. Like his ego's bruised because she's using a vibrator. Well, then do something. Right? right. Do you understand why these were invented? There's I a do, reason I these were invented. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It, it, and it's... that's to cure hysteria. <laughs> Thanks, Freud. Thanks, Freud. Um, but yeah, it's because you guys weren't doing your job. And because, uh, you know, sadly, our, the way our bodies were made, like, it, like from the from the get, um, sex has always been um, sort of made for men, not for women, because I mean, of how our bodies are made. Yeah. Like of that area. It takes, it takes, a, it takes a little more effort, I would say. Yes, yes it does. Uh, so he can kick rocks and yeah. leave so he can go by and isn't that always the way like i just said like Seema was showing real character growth she was like let me give this dude a chance of right. course he's a douche right right he is <laughs> you know like hey you know what maybe i'll maybe my maybe my um stylist was right and you know i'm not maybe i should whatever like this is we do this all the time and we're like no nope, we shouldn't have done that never 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 I mean, I still don't think there's anything wrong with giving someone a chance once, you know? I but agree. You get one. Well, you get one. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, now let's go to Che and the whole thing with their <sighs> uh, their sitcom. That was so satisfying, that scene. Wasn't it? Because, yeah. <laughs> because 
it was almost like the writers were um, like the, that focus group was the audience of the oh, show. Oh, for sure. I, I right? mean, I, I hated myself for loving that scene. Yeah. Because I, you know, it was so obvious that the writers were pandering to us, but like, honestly, it's about time. Yeah. Who's the show for, if not us? Right. Pander to me, goddammit. <laughs> right. And of course, being the narcissist that they are, uh, could not take the rejection the ego so fragile oh and then she uh, excuse me and then they tell sato uh, miranda oh you know do you think uh, i could have a few you have the place to myself for a few days mm-hmm. and when they ever said how am i going to afford this place and when I, they ever said i'm 46 i was like whoa yes. whoa whoa 46 years old you bought an apartment that you don't even know that you have the money for which in new york how the fuck are you doing that when you don't even know if you have income yeah like how are you doing that but 46 yeah how old did you think che was i thought che was in their late 30s early 40s well i wasn't surprised to hear 46 honestly but yeah um but just the fact that they got the apartment and didn't know if they had the money it just really shows it just shows like the recklessness and the lack of thought and brings the people over to, were they gaming? Were they watching TV? I don't know what they were doing, but they were loud and they were obnoxious and they didn't care that Miranda, Miranda was sleeping. And you know, that's just what living with Che is like. It's, it's just 24 seven Che all the time. Yep. (laughs) It's Che's world and you're just living in it. Yep. Right. I wasn't really fully on board with the um, Che as a narcissist uh, theory until the focus group. Mm-hmm. Because, as you mentioned, like the, the narcissism makes it the case that Che is just, is just annihilated by this very fair and accurate criticism. Right. right. <laughs> of the show, by the way, not of, not of Che themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but moreover, I think uh, now I'm convinced that Che's character is a narcissist because only a narcissist wouldn't know that that show is not any good. Right. <laughs> it's just not any fucking good. It's Nor is good. Che funny, like, at all. At all. At all. And I went back to that scene from last season when they say to Miranda... Jesus, I thought you were in an open marriage. Mm -hmm. The shock on their face, the utter shock. But see, this is happening a lot with this season where people are pointing out, like Harry said, oh, my mother died 10 years ago. But we know that he said that 20 years ago that his mother was dead. Yeah, there's a lot of continuity errors. (laughs) And then, but here's a continuity error just from like this season. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa Wexley says something about her father. Oh, it was last year. Something about her father. She's like, oh, I was saying when my father died. And then this year, they bring in the father. But that's a good point. Huh, yeah. You know? Wow, they're really phoning it in. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. It's happening all the time now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now, maybe with Che, it was a little intentional because with Che, it's never, you know... If, if anybody else does it, it's wrong. But when Che does it, there's always an excuse. Right. Or, but yeah, they're doing. There's a lot of continuity stuff going on. I mean, that is how I. That is that was what I thought initially this season when we found out that Che had previously been married. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that was a major continuity error, right. just because of Che's response to finding out Miranda was married. Right. Yeah. Uh, just what are you doing what's going on here they're just phoning it in it, phoning it in uh, i don't i just don't know and then harry and charlotte i don't care i don't care i really don't either um <laughs> they're they're trying to make her family interesting i'm, I'm so sorry it's they're not, not like it's just not it's just a functional loving family right um next right i just i don't <laughs> care uh yeah. and and that's really it and just like that, that's it. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much all that happened. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. When do you think we're going to see Aiden and Samantha? I think Aiden's coming in the next couple episodes. Samantha won't be till the end. 
I thought Aiden might have been on that bike. Oh, Jesus. No, he he would have seen Carrie. He would have recognized Kara. Carrie. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, She's not wearing right. her hair curly anymore. Have you noticed that? That's the old curly. That's the old Carrie, I mean. She's only curling the front pieces now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's mostly straight. Yeah. All right. Follow us on Instagram at DatologyPod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M. T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N-M. Mighty Network. This is where we do the Zoom sessions, the check-in sessions for our members. You get a private forum where you can discuss private dating issues. You can post content, uh, dating-related content, or really any kind of content that you want to discuss. Get feedback and advice and get some laughs and get support. The the link will be in the episode description or in the post. Uh, submit your questions. Go to the website, datologycoach.com uh, and click ask a question or submit it to hello at datologycoach.com. Now, uh, my character analysis, go to my new Substack, characteranalysis.substack.com. I just finished a post about uh, the similarities between Ted Bundy and Brian Koberger, who's the Idaho four suspect. And when I tell you that they're creepy and I think that uh, this is a lot of stuff is starting to fall into place. uh, So yeah. And it's a free article. So just go to characteranalysis.substack.com to read it. Yeah. And follow me on TikTok at datology coach and follow me on TikTok at my character analysis. Uh, I have a question, Kristen. Sure. And it's, it's also asked, um collectively by the uh the writers at new york magazine who do the the follow-ups to and just like that Mm -hmm. here's my question is miranda broke or what what's going on there (laughs) money wise well no she said i have to go to class so she can uh, clearly afford class Uh uh-huh so Um, so here's here's what they're saying though right it it just makes no sense that she's in a two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. What was mm-hmm. the point of moving to Brooklyn, right? Like, no one no one can swear the amount of money she very likely made as a partner in big law for however many years mm-hmm. uh, versus the constraints the writers are telling us she's under now. Like, why? Why? <laughs> She quit her job at, at, during the second movie. That oh, was I know. 10 years ago. Right. But she would have been pulling down seven figures. And I understand that doesn't go as far in New York, right, as mm-hmm. Minnesota or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, and just like that, it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Well, uh, probably a lot of her finances are, like, tied up with Steve. Okay. It's also being speculated that she's uh, she's trying to preserve a little nest egg for Brady's college and Brady after college because, mm-hmm. like, clearly he's not going to be able to support himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the what the financial situation is. I think I do think I, I had this argument on TikTok once. I felt like um, Steve, you know, he was sort of the breadwinner at that point. Like over the last however many years with the bar. With the bar because she wasn't yeah. she wasn't working. Yeah. Well, it it just you know, I think we all have questions. And and the questions really we didn't get to talk about this either. So anyone who's still listening, I have another I have another thought about and just like that this this week. Team nobody with Miranda and Che's living situation. Right. Stop trying to force this. Chase stays up late. Miranda gets up early. Right. Stop sleeping over. Right. The end. The end. You don't have to stay over to no. have a healthy romantic relationship. No. At all. You don't have you know, to wh- sleep in the same room even. But That's also, not no, working either. I think Miranda's doing it because she doesn't want to sleep on the couch. Well, I think she's doing it because she's needy and she doesn't want to leave Che alone. Right? Maybe. Maybe. And don't forget, uh, my dog needs a dad. They now yeah. have my my mo- dog needs a mom. Or yeah, my dog needs a mom. They have summer merchandise out, tanks, 
uh, crop tops, stickers, all kinds of stuff. They're out there. They just haven't found you yet. Help them find you. Go to um, go to mydogneedsadad.com. Use the code Datology to save 20% off all your orders. Just put the message out there and the universe will respond. I believe that. Mm-hmm. All righty. I wonder how the pair ring is going for folks too. Yep. Follow up. Let us know. Yeah, yeah follow us up. Know. Uh, okay, Bog Witches, value your time. Goodbye. Bye.